I can I can give a quick introduction to uh, Rakesh, and then uh, Rakesh, if you don't mind, if you can give a quick uh, background of your company, uh, how you got here after that, and then we can just start with you and So you were a phenomenal company, and you have done a great job building that, and it was great meeting you in Hyderabad the other day. Um, so I'll let me just give you a quick introduction for uh, uh, for the investors who joined in the call. So. Rakesh is a first uh, generation entrepreneur. He worked at his father's uh, uh, workshop directly on machines at a very young age. Um, uh, from there, he's uh, you know built this company practically from scratch. It's one of a kind company. Uh, it's a preferred manufacturer of blades uh, used in turbines and aerospace components uh, used in jet fighters and missiles. Uh, it's, it's a very high uh, precision engineering company. Uh, he started at a very young age of 17, uh, gained on, on, uh, hands-on experience and with his skill he added experience, he added uh, a new product and today, uh, you know, he built very highly engineered complex uh, stationary and uh, rotating parts for gas, steam and uh, aero engines. Uh, pretty much one of a kind company today if you, if you look at it. It is evidenced by his client list as well as his order book. Uh, which is uh, some color he can give as he, as he speaks about the company. With, with that, I would ask Rakesh to give a quick introduction and then we can, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, have clients ask you and We also have a as industrial analyst and head of research on the call. He will also chip in with some questions. Rakesh, over to you. Thanks, Mukul. Thank you so much for the introduction. Um, hello, everyone. Good afternoon. This is Rakesh Oka, owner and marketing director of Azadi Shirani Private um, as, as Mukul mentioned, uh, it's a very young company, established in the year 2008. Um, we uh, started manufacturing, uh, the first product was itself was an aerofoil. So, uh, just to introduce the aerofoil, aerofoil is a very highly engineered and uh, complex uh, rotating part uh, used in, uh, in turbines. So, turbines are basically for land-based uh, aviation and the space. So, uh, there are many kinds of turbines. You can see two turbines on an aircraft. Uh, the engine basically we call them as turbines. Uh, if you see the blades which rotate inside, uh, you know, people who go when when we enter the flight. So they are known as the aerofoils, and uh, we are the ones who are manufacturing these uh, aerofoils in India. So basically, we started with a, uh, a land-based uh, turbine, basically for gas turbine, uh, from gas to then to steam, and then. Uh, other than and, uh, uh, from from the land that we have now migrated to the aviation industry. So there are very, very few companies in, in the world who are uh, manufacturing these turbines. Uh, we can we can in this name them in this, you know. Um, basically major market shareholders are uh, Mitsubishi, JE and Siemens. Uh, there are many more like MAN, um, Skoda, uh, Alstom, and Trivarian, uh, you know, many, many other manufacturers in, 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 in the world. Uh, similarly, uh, when come, we come to the aviation industry, only few handful again. We can take a name as C, Honeywell, uh, Rolls-Royce, Platinum Whitney, uh, Safa. So they are the major five leaders in, in the aviation. And space we have for only few limited. So uh, coming back to the subject on the product, so we started with the gas turbine blade as a rotating one, the first. And, um, uh, and 
from there he, he could he could start with a, a company called John Bond Engineering Scottish company from John Bond Engineering it took us time to establish and then we went to um, uh, the global uh, uh, players like Skoda and then Alstom which I think Vishnu will take us through that presentation where what is our journey so far uh, so pretty cool. Now we started with our two employees in the start, and now we have got around thousand people working in the organization. Uh, in these uh, twelve years, uh, we have qualified with all the OEMs, um, almost all of them in the energy sector and in the aviation sector as well. Uh, apart from the engine, uh, we have also uh, we are making a lot of critical uh, parts uh, for for the aircraft. Like we recently got qualified by by Boeing. And we have fun and uh, uh, contact with them for supplying physical hydraulic things. So basically, as I, uh, I would, I would uh, give the name in a precision engineering world, we, we are doing the most high complex products. So basically, in, in aviation or energy, you know, there's a lot of, you talk about a turbine, there are many parts which are in cold section, which are in outside the turbine or any other parts. But we are making the most critical, the rotating parts of, of the turbine. So that makes a huge difference in, in, in the product category. So uh, this is the, I think, Vishnu, can you just uh, take, to, uh, take everyone to the presentation so we can, we can show more about Azar and that? Sure, I, I can do that. So, hopefully, uh, if that's okay, I think I can quickly put up the presentation and finish a quick introduction. Absolutely, Mr. Yeah, good. time to load, uh, we put it in the PPT mode already, I think. Uh, so while, while this happens, I'll, uh, I'll quickly start talking about it. So, uh, so uh, a very good afternoon to everyone, uh, you know, we would just quickly introduce, I think, uh, thanks Mughal and the entire investec team for giving us this opportunity to present our organization, uh, you know, uh, to 
team set of uh, still here. So Adas started in the year 2008. Mr. Chodha started the company. Uh, we make extremely critical turbine and aerospace parts. And it is important to mention that we make extremely critical rotating parts for uh, you know turbines and aerospace going in. And we started with the power generation industry. We cater to you know uh, today about 35 to 80 percent of the industry and its clientele, and 60 uh, 35 to 80 percent of the fuels that generate power today. We also cater to a lot of uh, aerospace OEMs. Since uh, inception, we have uh, developed a complete expertise in the product of Air Force. And today, we are the only company in the country uh, to manufacture this. And that's why we, we say that you know, we have developed a near monopoly in manufacturing the uh, turbine airports in the country. We today have two manufacturing plants with a total area of close to about 20,000 square meters. Uh, between these two plants, we have one CNC facility plus manufacturing uh, plus a corporate office, and the second one is the coaching facility. We started with, uh, you know, Mr. Chodha started with one or two operators, one machine, and today it has grown to thousands of employees with all those approved and about 180 plus machines. Given the expansion plans that we have for others, uh, you know, we are setting up a, a manufacturing plant which is 10 times the size of the current capacity. So, you know, from 20,000 square meters, we will be moving to 2 lakh square meters over the next three years. Azad historically has grown at 15% acres since inception and, you know, Although 15% per annum seems slightly muted, but we need to understand that this industry has extremely high levels of entry barriers. And that's why, you know, for us to produce a particular component for a client, there is a series of entry barriers that you need to cross. It starts with, you know, your 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 audit, your facilities audit, then technical audits, three audits happen. And after all of those things are done, you have to quote you know, there are uh, RFs that are being floated to you, then you quote, and once you're competent and you cross all of these barriers, then you get a, you know, FAI order, which is essentially a uh, qualification, first article inspection order. You're able to deliver the first article inspection, then the client gives you a uh, production readiness order, and then it moves to uh, production. So there are these entry barriers that are there in the space, which basically take about three to five years for any organization to get to that level. And that's why you see, Azad has put in the hard work and for the last 12 years, we've finished qualifications for most of the uh, clients and most of the frames that we work with. And that's why we are at an inspection point when we're going to rapidly ramp up from this point forward because we've completed qualification. Right? So, I'm going to the next slide. Uh, these are the four verticals uh, that we work out of. You know, we operate out of energy, aerospace, oil and gas, and uh, heavy machining. Azad started the business with uh, power generation, which is air foil, and a large part of the business, you know, even today comes out of the power generation industry. So, just to give you a sense of it, I think until last year, we were doing 95% of our business out of power generation, and then we slowly moving, uh, diversifying our business into verticals which need similar skill sets, but have a uh, you know large enough addressable market. So uh, from energy we have moved to aerospace, and aerospace uh, the plan is that you know over the next five years we would diversify our business in such a way by FY27 you know we would uh, we are anticipating that the, the contribution of the power generation business would be close to about uh, 40%. Aerospace would contribute to about 40%, and the balance verticals will contribute to about 
uh, 15-20%. So this is there, right? This is a quick snapshot of the product portfolio. You know, we've not been able to cover all the products, but just to give you a sense of how complex are the parts, you see, you know, uh, you see some turbine air coils on the left, top left. These are products that we make for gas turbines, steam turbines, nuclear turbines, combined cycle turbines. There are also some components of the aerospace uh, industry that we put. These are all engine components which are very, very critical for the functioning of an aircraft, right? And, uh, uh, let's go next, So, uh, you know, uh, I think the vocal already has placed you on uh, Mr. Chopra's profile. So, he started in 70, uh, high school dropout. I would say was one engineer and inspiration to everybody who works at Azar on how he's built this company out of passion. And uh, I think Mr. Chopra has one very, very important uh, mission that he's working on, that is to put engine manufacturing on a global map. You know, most companies were looking at coming to India only for labor arbitrage in the past, but I think Mr. Chopra is one of those individuals that has envisioned that, you know, people will come to India for their engineering expertise and the manufacturing expertise. And I think Azam is leading that, at least in the sector that we are operating in. I'll go next. Uh, this is a quick view of a core team. I think this is the team that is responsible for taking Azam from the current levels to 10x growth over the next uh, five years that we are projecting. Uh, you know, uh, quickly introducing myself, I head strategy in business. Uh, I am an engineer from IIT, uh, have experience the last 12 years working in various industries, consulting strategy. Ashok uh, is one of the earlier employees. He joined, uh, you know, boss and, uh, you know, I think about 10, 12 years ago and he's been there in the organization. He started as a designer as an, and then today leading verticals operations. We have Balaji up in. So one common thing that we have here is that most of us uh, on this slide have only joined, you know, the company and there has been zero attrition at uh, you know, L minus one at this level, and uh, most of these are also customers turned employees. So, Balaji exposure to a customer with Azad saw the value that Azad was creating, uh, shifted tables. You know, Dinesh uh, uh, was also the head of supply chain for us, was working with Toshiba, came here, Rona was helping us from the outside to raise funds and all of So, I think that's a quick view on our team. I would, in for, for the lack of time, I just skip to the next slide. This is our journey, uh, you know, for the last 12 years, we tried to put it together. Now, if you see, we started with 2008, 2010, and like any company, we, we you know, uh, gained expertise in a particular, we onboarded clients, worked our way through, and then used both skill sets to work on and improve on the, you know, and onboard next few clients and, you know, do more complex products. So we started with BHA, Luta, Skoda, and Swaldo, and then we, onboarded Toshiba with Sobishi team and so on and so forth. If you see, uh, you know, we started focusing on the aerospace verticals somewhere around 2014, 2015. You know, we thought the same setup of the same team that was working for power generation would give us that, but we had to pull back because we realized that aerospace would be dedicated team, uh, you know, for this business. And uh, so, you know, we rolled back the program and then about uh, you know, somewhere around 2018-19, we started working on the aerospace vertical, formed a dedicated team with other groups that, you know, and a team of about 150 people and have been onboarding clients uh, since then. Uh, if you if you look at it, I think uh, discounting for COVID by the organization, we were also impacted for three months as the factory was shut. 
but I think that period has been one of the best periods for us as an organization because we onboarded clients such as Eaton, G Aviation, Honeywell, Boeing. You know, we added more than uh, close to about 1,400, 1,500 crores to our order book. You know, we uh, we achieved a strategic milestone of uh, you know uh, a first order capital raise from BMI and uh, so on and so forth. Now you see that there are a few clients that are today not a part of it. There are clients which are under consideration. These are clients which are very well talking to, and these are evident to hold us over the next two years. And we have not proactively approached this because of the lack of capacity that we there, you know, that we have at all. You know, and that is why we are looking at another around a capital raise, which will give us necessary capacity to onboard all of this. Airbus will be onboarded before the end of the financial year, and I would want to take this opportunity to mention that Boeing has been onboarded with us in a record 100 days from the time the first email actually happened to uh, you know our conversation. We onboarded Boeing. So this, I would say, uh, gentlemen, is you know uh, the most important slide for us. You know, uh, in the last 12, 13 years, we've managed to onboard these clients and are working with them on all of their critical parts. Now, if you look at just the energy segment, uh, I would say that you know these are the clients that contribute close to about 25 percent of the industry, and we are working as a tier one supplier to GE, Siemens, Mitsubishi, Toyota, all of them. So uh, whether a turbine order today is taken by GE, whether a turbine order is taken by Mitsubishi or Siemens, we essentially are uh, you know employed, working with all of them to so the business eventually our store, right? And uh, coming to the aerospace sector, uh, you know we have Boeing, GE Aviation, Honeywell, Eaton. These are the clients that we are basing our growth on. Over the next uh, five years, we are looking at growing as a 10 times in terms of our top line, uh, where we would grow at a scale of close to about 55% on top line, and our bottom line, we are projecting our bottom line to grow at close to about 60% over the next uh, uh, five years, uh, until the five to eight years. And uh, there are some of the classification times which will also move to the left for the lack of So, this is a quick uh, introduction to the team for uh, you know, about us. And uh, we will, you know, we can take a few questions or, you know, if you want, I have a few more slides which you can talk by a lot, uh, you know, I can run you through some more specific slides, but uh, I would want to do a check of time for that. Sure, sure, Vishnu. Uh, you know, either way, whatever you feel comfortable with, I mean, we have a full hour with us. Um, you know, we can, we can actually take a break right now and see, I mean, I'll, I'll start a few questions and uh, we'll see the audience that question and otherwise we can run through the rest of uh, you know, the slides as well. I mean, you know, I think maybe that's, that's what we better. Um, so, so uh, just to get an idea, uh, you know, Rakesh, um, you know, there is some sense of the kind of decision that is required. Maybe Vishnu, if we can show the slide where you have the product just to give, you know, folks an idea of what exactly typically we're speaking about. Sure, sure, we will just uh, go ahead. So you can just explain the place after. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, we, if, if we have to talk about complexity, we are a part of the decision manufacturing industry which, you know, uh, caters to specific components which are rotating and critical for the functioning of the product that we are. So, the product uh, that we are making today are project critical. You know, you cannot complete a turbine without 
these because these are one of the most important parts of the turbine. These are life critical also because these are also you know uh, these parts that we manufacture for the aero uh, business are all fitting in the aircraft that we travel in the commercial area. So you know the parts that we supply to go either to the Airbus uh, you know platforms that we are working on or on that. So these are project critical, life critical uh, you know parts that we manufacture with extremely high levels of precision and repeatability. You know. So uh, this is which one? Just so, can you open the the, the picture which we have put in our user? The first picture that more we can see this part very different. Sure. That shows the cross section of the engine where we can we have an idea and we can explain it better. On the teaser. Yeah, the teaser first picture. Yeah, just one second. Yeah. Sorry, Mukul, I just need to... No, 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 no,
and you know the amount of trust required and and the main trust is given by these products. So it, it's not just easy to make just one part. You have to make parts which which are uh, designed from stage one to the last stage. It's not really easy to, you know, uh, make this uh, part within the tolerance every time. Okay. One product is made and you make that product 100 times and you make 100 such products. So it, it, it's where the qualification uh, role comes in and what we saw mentioning is the entry barrier. And if you talk about a fastener which is, which is outside the aircraft, even that's the engine product. So if you compare to a fastener to this product, both are engine components. Anything which is related to engine are very complex. When we talk about the aviation industry, uh, this engine is fitted on the aircraft and then you have a passenger seat where you have an armrest. Even that, that is the aviation industry. So the classification comes in class A, class B, class B parts. When we talk about class A parts, this product comes in a class A part. This is right. This product is not just that you have technology, you have got 500 stores with you, you have got loads of money, you can go to Germany, Japan, buy engines, buy machines, buy technology, buy people, you can do anything and get this stuff and start this business anywhere. But what when this product has to be proved in that technology? At, at times of repeat time, at times of cost, at times of on-time delivery. Is it worth? Is it that this money what has been put? Is it sustainable? Is it feasible? So these are some factors where people get mixed and they try attempt and just leave it. So, when we proudly say we are the only one in the country, so we are the only one in the country, even today of 12 years of establishment, forget about the aviation turbines, even the land-based turbines, there is nobody in India except that. We are sole supplier to Mitsubishi, we are sole supplier to G, we are sole supplier to G, and many other companies. So, when, when the criticality comes, it's like we have, we have thin power in our homes and offices and everywhere. Some turbine is coming somewhere to, to come to a level where we, we are seeing the uh, they are seeing electricity from the area. So not only electricity, they are used in capsules, they are used as mechanical sites in oil and gas, where you have used uh, uh, deep oil wells in the center of the sea, you don't have power to pump it out. So these turbines are used to pump out the, uh, the oil. So these engines are basically used in, 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 in all the industries wherever possible. And um, when we talk about any product touching this engine is, is a super critical. You know, it, it's not just that somebody can come, that we've got a beautiful facility, we've got technology, no, they can't, we just can't, uh, uh, actually you have to cross the barrier, you have to break the barrier, you have got exams, you have to pass that, you have to, the results show that you've passed the term now. Nobody comes and tells you like, oh, you've got a facility, you've got technology, you have to order. No, it's not the case. So this is, this was something I want to say about this product, I hope it's clear. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot, Rakesh. Uh, we have, we do have a question from one of our guests, Dhananjay. Uh, Dhananjay, you can unmute and go ahead, please. Uh, Dhananjay, can, if you can hear us, please unmute yourself. Okay, meanwhile, till yeah. we get Dhananjay back, can I uh, ask, uh, 
I just wanted to uh, say understand. So, if you could go through the say of a typical uh, process, if you go through for a turbine manufacturing. So, where do you start and uh, what is the end? So, basically, do you start with the basic shape which is given by the uh, by the OEM and you finish that uh, thing, or you start with kind of uh, uh, with forming the blade and then machining it? Do you do the entire process, or you do from the from the blank you start and machine it? So, just entire process end to end, uh, what you do for a typical uh, turbine blade? Yeah. So, it is basically done as we we have uh, the specifications right uh, we have got various specifications we have got specifications for raw material we have specifications for um, so basically uh, what happens is then when, when they come for a production we you know we see the raw material okay now what about the raw material raw material till the finished product is all over the world it's one hundred percent just give us a document. It says we want this product as for this specification. So the bundle is given to us, the document that is given to us. Based on that, we, we manufacture completely enough. Nothing is, uh, you know, that we have we have a post from the on customer or, you know, something like that. So this is what uh, that document is. We said, oh, we have to buy raw material. We have a list of raw material approved by the OEM. We just can't mm -hmm. go and buy raw material from here or there. Mm -hmm. There are few companies in the world that we have to buy raw only from them because they are qualified by how the OE can. This is suitable for this thing. So everything is, is done in house. Uh, 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 yeah. Sorry, sir. I was just adding to what Mr. Chopra was saying. So yeah, please go on that and take your question and then no, no. So, so just so basically, as you said, so you get a a, a document which uh, gives out the process, and then you uh, you get the materials from approved uh, vendors, and then you see. So, I just wanted some more details as to because from what we understand, say uh, basically for turbine blades, uh, the this uh, uh, the single crystal blades and all that. So. Uh, you have to have that uh, deposit, uh, this, that pro process with you so that you can build the entire blade. So you, you do that yourself or you get that blade and then you uh, you fine-tune the aerofoil. So that is what I wanted to understand. So what all processes you do, so that was that was my question. Yeah, right from the model to the finished product, we, we handle everything. There's nothing we have to buy something and do something on that. No, it's right from scratch. Okay, okay. okay. And, and and so so just wanted to understand. So basically, uh, we have seen uh, DRDO and GTRE struggling with this technology for uh, manufacturing blades, which can stand the uh, the temperature uh, of, of which is required for current uh, current generation of technology. But you have been able to do it. So how were you able to do it? Which they have not been able to do it. See, uh, that product what you're talking is is a different product. That's the combustion. That's the combustion out there. We are we are in the compressor area. Okay, okay. Okay, you can you see the picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it now. I got it now. I got it now. Yeah, the last four stages is what you are talking. Yeah. 
and, and the first uh, for, for the turbo fan the first uh, the first combustor uh, stage do also do that uh, the yes. biggest stage do the complete combustor complete okay 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 got it got it yeah that that we are doing yeah right so so are you uh, say as you said you have all the ग्लोबल प्राइवेट सेक्टर में तो आर यू ऑल्सो इन्वॉल्व विथ सम गवर्नमेंट प्रोजेक्ट एज वेल इंडियन गवर्नमेंट प्रोजेक्ट एज वेल गवर्नमेंट नम ऑफ द गवर्नमेंट कंपनीज एक्सेप्ट बी एस सी एल मैनुफैक्चरिंग इन इंडिया वॉट देर ओन टेक्नोलॉजी ऑफ मेकिंग टर्बाइन इवन बी एच एल हैज टू सेक्टर्स ओके वन इज अ गैस टर्बाइन वन इज अम टर्बाइन स्टीम टर्बाइन लाइसेंस फ्रॉम सीम They have their own technology of making steam turbines. For gas turbines, they have technology from Chile. They have license from Chile. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. And this is one government company who is making these turbines. However, just like you know, the, the power generation, the power generation uh, companies like NTPC, you know, NTPC produces uh, natural thermal power sources. Mm-hmm. So they buy engine turbines. Some companies like Mitsubishi, B, or Siemens, and these three companies buy these plates from Mars, from Mars, fit in the in the turbine, and then they supply to NTPC. They are using the engines for them. Correct. Correct. It can be government, it can be private, it can be anybody who does the power generation. So we 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 stand in the global uh, uh, engine supply. We are not restricted to India. Our Our hundred, our our exports are close to ninety percent is exports today. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, got it, got it. Yeah, great, thanks, thanks. Yeah. Um, hi, Rakesh. Hi, Vishnu. Uh, thanks for the presentation. Um, so you mentioned that uh, Azad is the only company in India which is having this kind of a product offering. Just want to understand that, given that it's a global business, how are our market shares on a global basis? Which are the kind of companies that we compete with? Is the competition mainly from China? Uh, and have you seen any movements happening uh, on that front? Okay, uh, again, I think proud to say only one in country. It's very, uh, very rare to listen these words. You know, that we are the only one in any of the product line. It's not easy that uh, coming the way. Um, Uh, see, this uh, two things I would say is like uh, when we say when we bought it, it's not that they should have their travel vendors or anybody else uh, they couldn't come to a level there. Uh, you know, this product couldn't be made in India. We started, we could come to a level. Now, coming to the uh, to the section of taking this product level. So we are selling up on the market share. Today we are in a single-digit market share. Please understand the qualification cycle, the entry barrier. Again, if I was a manufacturer in aviation industry, but in Amrit, I would have been a timeline to qualify. If I'm making this product of lace, it will be definitely a different thing and for qualification. As we still mentioned, we. We did a qualification for Boeing in 100 days. Onboarded, onboarded as a vendor. We had a vendor course from uh, Boeing US. We are so happy to think that in 100 days it's not possible, it's not easy. But the process 
नो क्लासी प्रेजेंटेशन नो क्लासी वेबसाइट नो क्लासी मीटिंग वर्क इन दिस Now business price comes last. 
what cost it is in, can you give us? First thing, are you able to do it? Can you, can you board the platform? Okay, we boarded the platform. Okay, now you're sitting with China, you're sitting with Italy, you're sitting with India, you're sitting with the global player. Now is the pie. Now what pie can help you? What pie, what share I can say? Definitely, the first day one is self-track to delivery, that your on-time delivery and your price. Because the quality level you have to get past first and then comes the delivery system. More if you compete, more you get the cost. But taking the pie also doesn't help. You need to have capacity. You have that large machine, you have that large infrastructure. So, so go to the pie you, uh, you ask for. These players, we have sat on the platform from, for every customer. Every customer took us so long, plus we took so many pies with us and slowly increasing the pie level. The best part in our lab today is just qualified with all the things. Another important point, like Mitsubishi has got 10 different models of turbines, gas turbines. And not necessarily if I qualified in the one gas turbine I can do business for the nine. No, I should repeat every product qualification for those nine. And just imagine the amount of time we spent. And just imagine the zero revenue business and full effort business. How you can sustain, how you can do it. But what we did strategically, this qualification for us, in qualification for us, and we, we balance things like that. Today, I can, I can tell you we are so relieved that we have finished all the qualifications in the next 10 to a year, and having this lovely customers on board, and trust me, in this 10 to any time it comes, we will hardly get one or two of them in this entire list, and then start for this. So this long journey of 20, 25 years, we covered this to 8 to 10 years, and now is the ramp up. Now is the time how much pie we have to do because we have got the things in the box we are approved. We have now taken the share. People know us. They have put in our system. Give us that what they want to do. The maximum share we can, we can take is to us. We should have first take orders. And that's the reason we are having this meeting today. We want to ramp up. We want to grow. There's nothing that we invest money today and wait for the qualification. No, it's done. It's now just, just to ramp up. So market share, if you talk about the number of what has been shown, is like it's a single digit number. Very, very less. Because the market is huge, players are less. High value. So I hope I answered your question. I think, uh, so I want to add to something that Mr. Tugar just said. You know, uh, see, today, I think, uh, Azad has been placed strategically in the supply chain of a global OEM. So we feature in the top five those suppliers for the OEMs that we are working with. And that places us in a very interesting uh, opportunity because they know that, you know, Azad has demonstrated delivery over the last 12 years. Um, Azad has demonstrated capacity ramp up. Azad has demonstrated technical capabilities in terms of finishing all the qualifications. So if you look at it from the OEM perspective, see, they are looking at the entire global demand to be catered out of two or three geographies, right? So they they would be doing their posting from Europe, they will be doing their posting from India, they will be doing their posting from China. Now these three markets, which is very, very important to them. And you know what they are looking at is in India, we are the only player. So a large part of business that has to be transitioned from China would Azad, Azad is ready for it. Business that is getting transitioned from US in Europe, Azad is taking that business. So we are a part of supplier transition program is of each of our own. 
So the business is moving. So it's not that you know new business is being created. The business is being transferred. The buy is the same. Azad, you know, wanted to share the teacher for clients in the future. And Azad is very, very strongly placed. They are a global OEM today. If they want to move some business from US to Europe to India or China, there needs to be a cost differential of minimum 20-25%. That's the first thing. If you are not able to give them a cost benefit or a cost obligation of 25%, they are not even going to consider you for audits and pre-audits. Right? So, yeah. so they will not even entertain you because this is a very, very high, highly competitive market. Right? So they will want suppliers that can deliver with the right quality. So that's what, why are we strategically placed? Because we have beaten China, you know, the most cost competitive country in prices. So we have a delta of 20% from China. Right? And, and we have an idea, this is just an idea. Yes. When we made this product, when we, when we were getting approved, we never know. We didn't know that China is the competition to us. We didn't know who the competition was. We just know that this is the target price offering and just do it. So we were getting our margins, decent margins, and that was just customer to customer. And that became, that gap became a, a good gap between the, the competition. Right? So that, that's where it helped us to understand, okay, we are standing in a very good position. We have our margins, our competition is 20-25% higher. So it becomes more easy. Um, I think, yeah, so, so today, you know, it is okay a lot in terms of the cost competitiveness. I think we have an arbitrage, cost arbitrage of 25-40% is the differential in costing that we are providing to our audience. Then you compare it with the rest of the world. Uh, when you compare it, after with, you know, China, we are, you know, at about 20%. And because, you know, these clients are competing among themselves, key, Mitsubishi, Phoenix, it's a high competitive market for them. They are preferring suppliers that have the capacity or appetite to grow and deliver. So that's why Azad is extremely, extremely important. Plus, Azad today is catering to 75% of the total energy source of the world also, right? If you look at the uh, uh, electricity generation source, right? So there is, so there is power generated out of coal, there is power generated out of, you know, gas, there is power generated out of nuclear, there is power generated out of renewable energy, hydro, etc. Out of this, you know, coal, gas, nuclear, and combined cycles, they today take about 70 to 75 percent of the entire organization. So, Azad is not just class, you know, qualified with our OEMs and all of their things, we also cater to 75 percent of the electric, electricity generation force. So, we are very uniquely placed in terms of, you know, how quickly we wrap up. And given that Mr. Sosa has said that, you know, we have single digit market share. You can go as high as 35, 40% or 50% with each of these audience. Today, China, uh, you know, the business that China is doing for these compressors, they, uh, you know, is anywhere between 40 to 50%. Right? And in the aerospace segment, the market is, you know, today, between our power generation and aerospace, we are catering to an addressable market of close to about 50 billion dollars. Right? Over the next three years, Azad is developing, investing in capacities, capabilities, and our addressable market for from 50 billion would eventually become 210 billion dollars. So that's the size of market that we are looking at. 
and our opportunity is this way and we are projecting you know our tenic growth from our current numbers so about in fy27 is looking at developing close to about 2000 crores out of uh, you know energy and aerospace and these numbers that we are giving right uh, the projection that we give we have an order book today you know this year we are projecting our top line of close to about 200 crores and we have an order book of uh, 2000 crores of spreading business in the form of long term short contract and market share agreement with the customers so when we are projecting a tenic growth it is essentially a plug and play that you invest in capacity and you start delivering because the product has been grown right so just capacity ramp up that you have to do and these are signed contracts so adar has an obligation to deliver these numbers you know it it we don't really have a choice we have to ramp up at that rate and if you are able to ramp up faster the clients are willing to give us you know more business we have very very conservatively uh, forecasted a revenue of this and just to you know give you some uh, numbers azad over the last 12 years has made more than 2.5 million efforts okay cumulatively so whether it is complexity whether it is pain whether it is customer whether it is fuel we cater to almost all of them and are very very strong in it just wanted to add uh, that I mean, I hope we are able to, you know, answer your question. Absolutely, that's actually quite brilliant. Um, so, in that context, we really don't need the overall, let's say, energy market or power generation market to be growing. It just becomes a game of increasing our market share because today the market share is so low. As we keep ramping up, keep improving our market share, that is still should be bringing in growth for us. Uh, we are looking for this kind of market. And you've not acquired any customer with the existing customer. So, so I, I see, I hear. So you, you spend because our base is so low, there is there is a huge headroom for us to expand, right? And uh, you know, our projection again, I think uh, a very important point that Mr. Chopra just said. Our projection is based on the clients that we showed you, right? Now there are, you know, if I talk about the industry segment, you know, we've not taken our projections from Airbus. Rather than see, you know, Lockheed Martin, Safran, Dowdy Propellers, these are all customers that want to onboard us as their partner and grow with us. Any company is today, yeah. So our positions today are, you know, are not considering these. These are only roadmaps that we have with our existing clients. And if you look at the entire position industry, right? If you look at this as a pyramid, we are at the top where, you know, in terms of complexity. Or in terms of the audience that we are working with, you know, we are essentially doing the most challenging communication. We are making the most critical products to the most sought after audience in the world, right? For us, as a pyramid, if you you know look at it, manufacturing as a pyramid, you realize that you know, for us to step down to say pharma implants, for us to step down to say automobile, uh, you know, corporate manufacturing or electricity or say space or defense, we have not even touched those things. So if you look at the like size of opportunity in terms of our capabilities or what all industries we can cater, I think Azad can totally be you know uh, you know catering to each of these segments very very well. Now since we touched upon complexity, I would say we are in a business where there is zero PPM that's allowed, right? Zero defects, you know, past four years there, and automobile and You know, it's it's not very very simple because it's not making a huge batches. So we made batches of 20, 25, and to maintain zero PPM, 
in such small battles it is very very complicated there was a global leader toyota and you know other manufacturing and they have 100 pdm so our quality management systems the process in engineering the technical capability of the team you know all of these put together have you know position as other was a sort of the partner for each of our oes and on the financial bit i think azad is doing pretty well as well you know if you start it among the listed peers or unlisted peers i think in terms of profitability or return metric whether you look at how we how we i think we are doing one of the best numbers uh, around the world so that that's very interesting um so once you on the platform How does the customer decide uh, who is going to be the vendor? Is it tender based? Is it pricing based? Is it negotiation based? Uh, how do contracts actually come to you? So okay, so uh, so basically, you know, you have to qualify yourself as a vendor partner. Then you have to qualify. Say, for example, if I have to explain to the mainland terms again, it is about you. You are part of the manufacturing industry, and you know you are applying to warranty. So you don't just have to become a vendor to warranty. You have to qualify for also. You have to qualify for you know say uh, you know the CR you know the switch switch design, and then you have to qualify for making engine parts for switch design. So there are multiple levels of qualifications that happen, and based on the proven track record of what a supplier can deliver and how soon can they deliver, you know these opportunities are given to some strategy suppliers only in the country. So, uh, you know, just to give you a sense, so we signed a 120 million uh, dollar contract with one of our aerospace guys, and that was one of the largest contracts in the country that was signed with them. In India, we are the top three strategic partners. We are amongst the top three, and we are ranked number one for that segment. And the second one is Rohit, and the third one, I'm sure you can guess. Right? So, our, you know, the score is. If you look at a manufacturing company in the aerospace sector, you probably find dozens, you know, maybe a, you know, a, you know, about 12 to 20 companies in India. But if you look at in terms of complexity, the kind of companies that are manufacturing critical components for engines, you would not find a lot of these. So it's a very in the fact that maybe in the fact because they assess whether how much price order we can allow them or not. The contract is basically given as a LTA, all in all, a long-term contract. So, so the parameters what Vishnu and others telling in this piece is a lot of weightage of whoever qualified whether it is supplies to full of taking a million contract or a one million contract. So that's that major thing that customer. And that is again that that is decided on your uh, historical you know delivery to them or your response to them. Unless you have proven yourself, they are not going to give you giving you opportunities. That is another risk there. Oh, and it's all basically project based, and 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 uh, they have like uh, yeah, uh, like we know the forecast of he till when they are booked. They share with us what's your capacity. This is what we want to award you. So these discussions happen six months, four months before the contract comes. They ask you, they they assess you how much capacity you have. Uh, we say that these machines are ordered; they are coming, so they pass them to you. They come, they they give you LOI, they give you contract. So this is basically discussed. It's not today decision taken or tomorrow decision taken. This is discussed. It takes a lot of time to discuss, and every everything is visible. That is one year, two year. It's visible to anybody what comes. Fantastic. That's that's yeah. that's interesting. Um, 
One thing that I was wondering is, you mentioned that your pricing is almost 15, 20% lower than Chinese counterparts, maybe 40% lower than uh, European players. But despite that, you end up making very, very impressive with the money. Yes. Right? Which is when you're saying that you have, you're, you're just, in terms of revenues, you're touching, uh, uh, touching the tip of the iceberg. You have all the qualifications which you haven't completely ramped up. So, the advantages possibly are also still to pan out. So, what is it that makes us so cost competitive? Uh, and, and, and do you see uh, a further scope of expansion in margin? Yeah. Um, one thing is, like, as I told you, technology is like man, the machine, the process. And and the driver So every every uh, vertical there is a driver. The important there is a driver. So what customer does is customer gives you point. He says, I want this product finished. This is the How we make it, what we make it, they know the sequence of the process. Okay. Cutting, audit, machining, equipment. They know the process that this is the step we have to follow and match their end the result is matching. How you do it, what you are doing, which we are doing, they are not bothered. They don't want to do it. You just see it's a, it's a product of machine, so it's a hot forging, heat treatment. They know that this is the system you are going to use. And this is what is the machine, this is how you do it. But what you're doing in the machine, what kind of tools you're using, what kind of process you're doing, what kind of tool path you're using, that, that's the black box. So the main plus point of Azar is like the world, we all have a, we all have a, a myth uh, of saying like, if you want to, uh, you know, in a race, in a, in a, a twin track, you need to have a Ferrari, you need to have a, um, a McLaren or you know whatever cars there are available for the race. We don't see any other car which is being used based on the on runway because people think they are the best. Fine, good, agree, they are the best. But we are we are just upgrading those cars and taking to the level. But yes, not somebody is trying to get other car and and try let's try this car this what's going on. End of the day, it's not the speed. It's in front of delivery. It's in the delivery how quickly we can we can cut the, the value. So in this case, like I'll give an example of China. They they have uh, the Swiss machines. Europe they have got the German machines. And when you talk about uh, any other competition, what what we know, they are made in China, made in you know all the things. But they are home technology machines which they are using, and they are expensive. A machine which is costing five to six crores. And that machine is used to produce the aeroplane. So your cost is now fixed. Now you are using a five crore machine, whether it's India or or US or Europe or China, maybe different in the interest rate. The footprint cost will be the same. Plus the finance involved. You know, okay, India is expensive, maybe uh, China is cheaper or Europe is much cheaper. Uh, in, but but the main footprint cost we are derived for our cost. Then you have got the tools, then you have got things. But what we did, we didn't have money to buy those machines and we started. What to do? We got an opportunity, then the suit is for us, but we don't have those machines and we don't have that money to buy. So what we did is, what machines were available at a, at a cost and you know, changing some specifications of the machine, being a software guy, 
I could, I could really, you know, understand the machine concepts of kinematics. Okay, I didn't go with the cosmetics. I didn't go with the things where you need. I, I, I just wanted this product out at this cycle time and at this, at this uh, investment, which I attempted, I think, and I got it done. That's it. So this is where the concept comes came in. Why? Once I came to a, a shell of a hundred, and then as I year passed by that hundred, it became ninety, eighty, seventy, sixty. And today we are playing with those machines. We still don't have those swift machines. We still don't have those heavy machines. There again, three people are using it. Now the question comes: Is why can't both people use those machines? They are unable to uh, utilize the technology which is underrated as per that. All right, or whatever the reason is. So we just follow that what people are following. We don't follow that. We just follow the inception of, you know, taking this product at this cost. So we go reverse. Being shop floor guys, all of us, all of us, you know, always we are on the shop floor. We try to do a lot of things. We try to improve all the processes we, in any area. We try to see what is the best suitable concept of cost, quality and delivery. So these three concepts being involved together, then we come to conclusion. Okay, let's go this way. So that is one area of, on the cost part. I'm telling you on the cost part. Now on the uh, on the qualification, on the product quality what we maintain. So if you have both this machine or German machine, then skilled people are able to utilize it. Again you need you need that skill to utilize that, right? The skill and the machine. It's a thing. If one thing is missing, this product cannot be made. This cannot be made. This is not an automobile component. Like you go and buy the machine and tell him that okay, this is the part I want to make. Things such as the lines for me, hundred percent automation is robotic. Possible? Can someone make this? Not possible. Understood. That that explains very well. Um, we have run out of time, but if you have five more minutes, I'd like to uh, ask one last question. I have. We have time. No problem. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, just want to understand: Are you seeing? Even your customers, if, uh, 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 or, or uh, even other companies at large, now starting to prefer companies other than China or trying to deliberately diversify their supply chains away from China. So what we call as China platform, are you seeing that playing out uh, uh, in, in practical terms? Already we have, we have the customers are behind us in five years. The China come now in the picture because those days we didn't qualify well. And now they understand what what Azad is, what India is. I would say India. I would not say Azad. I would say India. Now they understand what India is. For your information, uh, just today, just today we we have a very great news to, uh, to share that we got an official official uh, confirmation on now Azad is the first company in India to get qualified for nuclear turbines. Okay, the turbines which will run on nuclear fuel. We, we went to an audit last month and we, we qualified that, we passed that and we just got the approval few minutes back. So it's a great news for India. Now we'll be making part for nuclear turbines. Earlier we were not qualified, not even to touch nuclear parts. And that's the future. Nuclear, green, green energy, green electricity, that's the future. Renewable, that's the future. So these are the things where we really have to see that we don't have to Worry at all on these Chinese or Italians or foreign Europeans. 
we don't have to worry because the vaccine is already created. They can't break it. They can't break it. They are already operating a single digit. Single digit with a margin. And look at us. They are just enjoying. So just imagine to break that cell. How many years they require? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's great to hear. Over to you. Yeah, uh, thanks a lot, uh, Rakesh and team, uh, Rakesh and Shroom team, uh, today for joining us. Um, I think, uh, Dhananjay, you may have one more question, but unfortunately we've run out of time. Uh, happy to connect anybody, uh, uh with, uh, Rakesh and team if you want, uh, more questions to be answered. But thank you very much for joining today. I know it's Friday and, uh, you know, everybody looks, looking forward to an excellent weekend ahead. Uh, thanks a lot, everyone. Thank you. 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 Thank you.